what is going on everyone welcome to episode 84 of literate lessons as always i'm your host carter noble joined by our fantastic co-host carl wilkin sub dude not a whole lot uh or back to being remote because you gotta work and you have a hair on your hat i'm assuming i don't know what it was man leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) i i just happened to catch something out of the corner of my eye i'm like that's gonna bother me for the next hour and a half if i don't deal with that now (laughs) uh we're back to recording remotely unfortunately uh you were having to work on friday morning and you're kind of just feeling under the weather in general so yeah I, i i know it's all seasonal allergy stuff yeah uh, it happens basically every year, and all I did yesterday was sleep. So you know, uh, I I got up this morning. I'm like, I right, I have things I need to get done. I have to power through this today, so we're gonna have to. Yeah. But um, you know, so if I sound completely awful now, you all know why. Yeah. Prefacing this here, Carter is all nasally, and it's gonna sound terrible most of the time. And Carl's going to have to make it sound good in post. <laughs> nope, that's not... I can't fix nasally. I can't fix that. You can do a lot, but you can't work miracles. Nope. Not a miracle worker. So what do we uh, what do we got on the docket this week, man? Uh, we got a lot of big news. Uh, we talked about our Invitational and how it's a big event and all that last week. And uh, the Pokemon Company decided to one-up us and uh, announced that we're getting our Championship Series back in 2022. To be fair, I'm pretty okay with the Pokemon Company one-upping us, because people kind of miss stuff, man. I mean, yeah, this is why we haven't had another Players' Cup kind of thing. They've been probably working towards getting this stuff set back up, getting all of these events booked and whatnot. Um, So, for those that haven't been paying attention to anything on Twitter, anything like that regarding this... Uh, we are getting our premiere events back in 2022. Uh, this is anything at like smaller events, larger events, things like that, which they canceled back in March of 2020. So it'll have been two full years by the time this all goes back into effect, probably, that Pokemon VGC, TCG events, all of that stuff have just came to a grinding halt. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the last event was March 2020. And I believe, I don't know where I pulled this from, but, oh yeah, uh, let's see, North American Championships based on points earned during the period from when the championships events begin again through April 24th. So, I'm assuming that means, uh, like, events here in the U.S. are going to start up sometime in 2022, like April 2022 here. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Which, we don't have dates for anything yet. We just know the year is 2022, and it's supposed to be early 2022. That's all we actually know. Um, Yep, and I mean, that is more than we knew a week ago, and I'm pretty (laughs) okay with it. You could talk me into going to the North American Championships if it's somewhere close. Um, I actually don't know where the last several have been, because, you know, I've never actually qualified. Yeah. Like, I would go just to experience it, not to actually play. Um, because, I'm gonna be honest, I am not very good when it comes to VGC anymore. My All my time is spent playing Unite, and that's all I do now. Let's see, the, the one in 2019 was in Columbus. 
So okay. that's like a nine-hour drive for us. That's not awful. That wasn't bad. That's not bad. We, we went to Cincinnati, uh, and it wasn't bad. And just a couple more hours than that, so. Uh, let's see. Exact. Exact number is nine hours. Yeah. Nice. Uh, because, uh, so Cincinnati is on the westernmost part. Yep. And, and Columbus, Columbus is... is dang near smack dab in the middle. In the middle. Yeah. I remember that. I remember when we were talking about when we went to Cincinnati for that MTG event. It was just like, this is going to be so long. And if we were to go to this, then it'd be just a little bit extra and just uh-huh. trying to figure out all the math and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's actually not terrible. Uh, no, that's granted, doable. That's when it was in 2019, 2018, it was in, uh, also Columbus. So there's a non-zero chance that it's in Columbus. Check 2017. Just, just uh, it was back. in Indiana convention center. <laughs> okay. So they tend to pick more central United States locations. It seems, <laughs> I mean, so most likely if I was a betting man, <laughs> Uh, we probably won't get Collinsville because that's usually in like February, March, somewhere in there. Yeah, we're not getting that one. So I wonder if they could put the North American like championship in St. Louis. Like, hey, Collinsville normally gets an event, but because you all aren't this year, here's the big one instead. Is I that? Mean, am I asking for too much? You might be asking <laughs> for too much there. Look, I'm greedy, and that's okay. It would be cool if it was just like right in our backyard. We could just hop, skip, jump across the state and go and go hang out and play. Uh huh. Um. Which, granted, neither of us are probably going to be able to qualify for that. No, probably not. Probably not. Um, but it'd be fun to just go and experience it. Just go and be a spectator, play inside events or something. Even just go up for a day, I'd be all right with that. Make a day trip of it would not be bad. So, um, you know, looking for, uh, the, like, date, like, the places for, I went to 2016 here, I found a super sweet first place team. (laughs) Oh, God. So, it's P2, uh, download P2 with return, ice beam, trick room, recover. So, like, having return on it is kind of different, but okay. Uh, Electrium Z, Coco... Uh, it has hidden power, but it doesn't specify which one. So I'm, if I was a betting man, it's probably hidden power ice. Yeah. Uh, ice or grass types. is like the most common ones I would feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with, uh, with, uh, Landers being a non-zero, like non-zero percentage played in this format, I could see it being, uh, there. Hidden actually, power was, ice makes the most sense. Yeah. Was, uh, actually, I don't think Landers was legal in this format. Uh, then I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't see a single lander is in top cut, so I'm going to say it wasn't. No, it's because that Coco ran them all off. <laughs> Coco was really good in this format, though. Uh, fly, fly, Flymium Z Gyarados. Okay. With Dragon Dance, Bounce, Waterfall, Protect. Nothing surprising there. Um, Mago Berry Arcanine. With Flare Blitz, Extreme Speed, Toxic, Protect. <laughs> When you could do that kind of thing. Yeah, that was that's cool. Uh AV Garchomp with Poison Jab. Uh Poison Jab, Fire Fang, Double Stab, nothing surprising there. 
And then Agua Berry Gluttony Snorlax. Uh, facade Recycle Curse High Horsepower. My boy. Snorlax, get him. <laughs> Snorlax, Arcanine, Gyarados. Like, ones that like are basically non-existent now. Yep. I mean, obviously, Gyarados is definitely picked up in popularity. Um, I'm playing Coco this week on laddering, so if you haven't checked that out, go check out last week's stuff. Arcanine uh, was popular in early series ten. I almost played Arcanine in a match today against uh against Kaizen. Yeah. But you I'm like, played a series you're playing series six? Uh series five. Series five. So like instead I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna play Ensign. Yeah, just Ensign <laughs> better. So uh it was fine. Like it probably was better than Arcanine. It came in and died. So like <laughs> <laughs> It got an intimidate off a couple different times, but it, it, it I don't think it ever actually clicked an attacking move until it died. Womp womp. Yeah, it is what it is. Super cool team. I'm getting out of this rabbit hole. Yeah. Um so alongside the announcement of premier play events coming back in twenty twenty two, we got a little bit of news about Pokemon Tournament coming back to Worlds in twenty twenty two, which is mm-hmm. a big thing. Um there's a whole bunch of stuff about qualifying for that on this announcement. Um, and then the the big one is we're getting Pokemon Go as a supported event format for premier events. Which is really interesting. Um, so, personally, I feel like adding in support for Go but not Unite is very weird. Uh, Seeing how I, Unite's the brand new, like, shiny toy that they want to play with, but I also Unite's understand that... Unite's not far enough along. That's the big that, thing. That's, that's, like, the other thing is, you know, Pokemon Go has been out since 2016? They just had their five-year anniversary, so yeah. Okay. I was I was just chucking out a number and hoping I was right. Um, and so, like, for it to finally be involved is really interesting. Um I'm assuming it's just going to be like their P- their PvP, yeah. You know, bring your three Pokemon smack into each other. Eventually, there's a winner. Um, yeah, not for much. me, not not for me. There's a lot of nuance in these Pokemon Go battle leagues nowadays. Uh, there's like there's certain CP restrictions, and mm-hmm. there's certain like unique things you can do because Pokemon get certain moves and there's event Pokemon with special moves and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how they balance that format with like bands and restrictions and things like that. Uh, because right now I, when I play it just like for like quests and whatnot and trying to do that stuff, I hate go battles. I hate go battles with a passion mm-hmm. because it's everybody else is just miles ahead of me. And I'm just having to play here casually, just try and get these quests done and I run into Joe Schmo, who's been playing Battle since it's been put out, and has a whole bunch of optimal legendaries to run me over with. So it looks like here, um, tournaments for Pokemon Go will operate senior and master age divisions and run the Great League format. I believe that's their their format with... CP cap of like fifteen hundred. That's their fifteen hundred CP cap, which removes most legends. Um, I'm actually I'm gonna do a quick Google search. Go great league teams. Like, what is what is good in this format? 
Um, a lot of it is just proper typing matchups. So there's unique things that we don't normally see in like VGC. Uh, I know like Marshtomp and Swampert are really, really like popular Pokemon. Um, like water, water types, like having your good fire, water, grass, fairy, steel, dragon, whatever cores you can come up with are really, really good. And then sometimes you just can go off on a tangent and just have the weirdest like three mon team ever. All right, so uh, this is a post from DualShockers.com. So take this all with a grain of salt because I've never heard of this website till today. Um, <laughs> let's see. Best teams involve Azumarill, Galarian Stunfisk, Abomasnow, uh, Metacham, Swampert, Lickitung, Frostlass, Wishcash, Venusaur, Regirock, Altaria, Machamp. Bastidon, Meganium, Skarmory, Quagsire, Umbreon, Dugong, Zwellis, Drifblim, Registeel. Neat. Okay. And and the cool thing about Go is there's no immunities. Everything deals damage to everything. Mm -hmm. It's just in different amounts. Which is really, really cool. And there's also, like, no status conditions. So it's not like you got paralyzed from a body slam or something like that. Yeah, there's um, still uh, stat changes. You can still drop mm-hmm. attack, drop defense. Uh, there's no speed either, so it's just how fast can you attack kind of situation. Well, yes, but no. Um, certain attacks do attack faster, which is why, like, uh, specifically here for, like, Azumarill, you want Bubble, because Bubble, like, its attack is absurdly quick. So you're able to just dish out more damage that much quicker. Well, uh, and as a result, not, charge your charge your charge attacks better. It's not, Someone, it's not speed, though. That's just using yeah, the correct true, attacks. True. That, that's what I was saying is there's no speed. There's no speed stat. Like when you transfer Pokemon over, yeah. you don't have speed stats on go. Because yeah. it's, your attack isn't turn-based. It's how fast can you charge up your attack to use your attack. It's how so, fast can you click that button. Um, looking here, Deoxys defense is legal. Yep. Um, there's these XL Pokemon, which I don't know what that is. I have no clue. I know what shadow Pokemon are. That's from the Team Rocket stuff. Yep. Um, which naturally they have a lower CP. Uh huh. But I I don't know much past that. Um. Hmm. There's there's a whole list of Pokemon here that they they recommend and stuff and I I, I don't know sure sounds great <laughs> I I don't know uh, looking so. through the rest of this Pokemon Go announcement here um, they'll have events all over and blah 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 you can compete in these events earn prize money and an invitation to compete at Worlds in London in August. Um, Early access registration uh, is going to be guarded, uh, gatekept. Essentially, you have to reach legend rank in series nine. So you can't register for these events until whatever. I don't know what season we're in. Uh, give me two seconds. I bet I can figure it out. I have no idea what I'm doing. I wonder if currently is season nine. I also have no idea how long their seasons are. Uh, same. So like, 
I could be looking all this up and it's not even going to be relevant until next year. Yeah. Let's see. Ooh, a totodile. <laughs> it looks like you can't even use your own phone. You have to use one of the smart devices provided on site. I'm assuming that's so you don't have, like, uh, hacked in Pokemon or who knows. I don't know. Well, what it is is you log in to go on that device. Gotcha. That makes sense. So you don't have any third-party software to help you win your matches. There you go. That's it. Which, uh, it's kind of cool just, like, thinking about that. It's just, like... You're going to walk up to this table and there's going to be two smartphones or iPads or whatever they end up using on the table. And you just log in and just go to town that way. So it looks like currently uh, it doesn't tell me what season we're in, but it doesn't end for another 52, 53 days. So that's the end of the year. So I bet I bet this is probably season nine. Okay. I don't know. What wow. season is Pokemon Go Great League in? Season nine. Well, there you Thanks, go. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Why didn't we do that to start? Look, I thought the game would tell me. It <laughs> didn't. Okay, so don't yell at me like this. Uh, to go with all of this, uh, the Play Pokemon Company updated their uh, COVID-19 requirements for venues and things like that, which there's a whole long list of requirements now. Uh, TLDR, if you're not vaccinated, you ain't getting in. Yeah, simply put, um, if you're not vaccinated and you want to go play IRL events, go get vaccinated. Yeah. And obviously... Um, you know, to, to take a, a middle stance here, there are people who are not going to, like, not not only are not going to want to, but not going to be able to take it. And it do, I do feel bad for the people who can't take the vaccine for whatever reason, uh, being, you know, immu- uh, immunocompromised or anything like that. But I do feel sorry for those people who, you know, want to play but aren't going to be able to because they're not. Um, but you know, at the same time, th- these are the rules. This is the, the president's, uh, set by the company and, you know, we have to go with it. So, um, the, the big things that stand out here is the total number of participants. Uh, it's 30 individuals indoors, 60 individuals outdoors, not counting event and venue staff. Uh, they have to have signs present, uh, to talk about COVID symptoms um, things about uh, face masks when you're inside at all times. Uh, no food and drink is allowed at venues anymore. Which, that's weird. Because, like, I want to bring in a bottle of water. Well, you can't. Sorry, kid. But, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, These are the rules. They and... will probably set up spaces for food and yeah, stuff like that. I, away I from the imagined. event. I would be very surprised if that's not the case. Uh, because that's where the venues make their money, right? It's, it's selling food and concessions oh, for sure. to, to for the players sure. that show up. Um, there's no going to... 
spectators are no longer allowed to stand around like matches and things like that. You'll there'll be a designated spectator area where you can go and watch matches like on the screen or whatever. Like we like, like we saw when we were in uh, Collinsville. Like they'd have the stage and there's yep. and there's the screen up there. Well, that'll probably be designated to spectators only, and you'll probably have to. What that means is you're not going to be able to. Uh, I-, I can't come up and watch the end of your match at the yep. end of round one because you held the entire tournament up. Yep. No more of that. <laughs> um, no more sitting behind people to watch games and things like that. Unless you're uh, a decent amount apart. Like, mm-hmm. I think they won't mind if you're like, if there's no one else around and you're standing there watching a game from way far back. But uh, you're never, you're not gonna be able to just like pull up a seat next to the guy and sit down anymore. Yeah, according to this, it says each match is to be at least three feet apart from other matches, spectators, and other places where people may congregate. So, you know, stand three feet back, stand Give apart, their space, social yeah. distancing, all yeah. that fun stuff. But yeah, uh, it's nice to see that we're getting some semblance of normality back, even though. You I- know- I think the U.S. is nowhere near on track to get anything close to what they're expecting us to do. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's... You take the good with the bad. Um, the good is we're getting events back. Uh, the the bad is the world is still on fire outside and, you know... Everything is fine. It's fine if you don't think about it. Exactly. Um speaking of events or places can have them uh they updated their list of casual event locations so the things that do like leagues pre-releases and non non-championship points tournaments uh australia and new zealand have been on this list for a very 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 long time yeah, they, they've been on there for a while i remember when uh when they announced it it was a big deal for them so mm-hmm. and uh now they've added chile Czech Republic, Denmark, France, Malta, and Uruguay to that list of available locations for events and things like that. Which, that's just saying that, hey, these are premier Pokemon events that you can now schedule and hold at venues and things like that. Which, I think this is what uh, initially sparked conversation about this on, on the Discord, was this list got published and they're like, uh, I think you and... I think Moko were talking about it. They're like, you know, I really wish that the U.S. could have events back. And we're like, well, you know, world's still on fire. It'll get there yeah. eventually, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm I, holding my... I Every baited breath here is just like, I'm expecting them to rescind North America real quick if we don't get our stuff together when it comes to COVID. I just yep. don't see anything happening positively on that front for a while still. Yeah, unfortunately, man. It is what it is, but obviously I would like things to be able to, like, I would like to be able to be like, hey, there's an event going on this weekend. Why don't we do something? But Yeah, and and that's not saying you can't hold, like, grassroots events, which a lot of places are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just more of you can't have premier Pokemon events because they're not hosting them. Yeah, unfortunately, but, you know, I, I am excited to get uh, IRL events back when they do. Um, obviously, 
my job says I'm not going to be able to travel a lot on the weekends, but um, who knows? You know, my my position might change in the next year. Who knows? I might be on a Monday through Friday route between now and then. Do I expect it? No. But it, it's something that could happen. Uh, my wife's changing jobs, so she'll be home on weekends now, which is really, really cool. That is awesome. Like, I can't um, stress that enough. I, I'm really excited for her. The one downside is, like, it's like it was never a problem before, but now her days off are going to be Saturday, Sunday, and she'll be home on Thursdays at, like, 5, which we normally would do our Friday, our Thursday friend dinner, whatever nonsense, on Thursdays afternoons. She'll still be home in time for all that. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Tiff works still 5 or 6 anyway, so, yeah, you know, we're not getting up there until 637. So it gives her a little bit of time to get home and relax before we come in and intrude on you all. Yeah. Um, and I've always been super duper flexible that where like they just give mm-hmm. me whatever. If I ask for a day off, they can usually get it for me. So that is one thing I miss about my old job was being like, hey, can I have this weekend off? Yeah, sure. Okay. Whereas now it's like, hey, can I have this weekend off? Well, do you have personal days for it? No. Maybe. I don't know. Your system's weird. <laughs> I know. I, like, my vacation days for this year, I have two days. But because I haven't been there long enough to be able to take them as, uh, like, I think at eight years, you're there long enough where you get three weeks of vacation. And you can use one week as, like, extra personal days. Uh, but I'm not at that level. So as a result, I have two days, and I can't use them as personal days, even though they are, like, vacation personal time. Days. Yeah, yeah. Because it's really weird, man. Like, I would like to be able to just be like, hey, can I take this weekend? But because it's on two separate paychecks, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's I the know. other. That's the other cool thing is I get paid bi-weekly. You get paid every week. Yeah. Like if I take a weekend off, it's whatever. I still have the rest of the week and whatnot to work. Whereas you're just like, I missed out on a day one week and a day the next week, and it's all sorts of messed up. Yep. But oh well, whatever. So yeah, whatever. just get on that Monday through Friday route. It'll be fine. Dude, I legitimately think there's only like one, and the route where it is is awful, so I don't want it. <laughs> there's there's another one that has like uh saturday or it has sunday monday off i think it might be like thursday sunday monday but again the route is absolutely awful so i don't want it i understand that like the route i'm on is a cakewalk so like i don't want to give it up yeah but like the days off suck so you know it Take the good with the bad, I guess. Or or you end up like this week where you've just lost a day off because you're working Friday. Yeah, essentially. But at the same time, because I have three days off, I you know can still have those two days and still make it feel like I had time off this week and I wasn't working nine days in a row or whatever. Yeah, I don't have those. If I, yeah. if I lose a day off, it's just the day is just gone. There is no making up for having a day off. Yep, unfortunately, man. Oh. So what else are we talking about this week? Um, well, let's see. Um, wasn't there something about Arceus that came out this week? 
Oh, the, the, the rumor mill about uh, how it's not an open-world game, even though they claim to be an open-world game. Let's see. This is an article on Kotaku uh, that is titled, Pokemon Legends Arceus is clearly not going to be open-world. Um... It says, the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl prequel is less Breath of the Wild and more Pocket Monster Hunter. So let's see what it has to say here. I should also probably send you this article so you can also read along, huh? I have probably already been through it, but you can go ahead and send it to me. Well, you know, it's the first one I, I pulled up, so. Uh, let's see. I, I haven't actually looked into this at all. I know a couple people were talking about it on Discord yesterday, but again, I was... Uh, very incapacitated all day yesterday, so, like, I don't know or remember really anything. So let's read through this. Uh, so since the first trailer of Pokemon Legends Arceus arrived back in February, the game's vast open areas and rolling green hills have drawn comparison to Breath of the Wild, while the idea of a massive open-world version of the ancient Sinnoh region filled with Pokemon to play with sounds like it would be amazing. Arceus looks to have none to have more in common with Monster Hunter series than the Legend of Zelda. I know we've been calling the game open world since the original announcement. I even called it open world back in August, where the new po uh, where the Pokemon Company dropped the first gameplay details. In the same article, I say through comparisons, uh, though comparisons have been made to Legends, uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, it actually sounds like Arceus might be a bit more like Monster Hunter game. S since then, I've been Thinking of Pokemon, of Pokemon Legends Arceus as Nintendo's version of Monster Hunter's turn-based RPG spin-off Monster Hunter stories. Perhaps I should even be more vocal about it, as an article posted yesterday by Game Informer suggests there's still some confusion. So this this article sounds like this person's like, hey, I don't think this is going to be right, I've been saying this, and now they're like, hey, now I'm also still saying this. Yeah, that so the big things that brought this back up uh were shots from the one of the last trailers we got for pokemon legends arceus the ones that contained cleavor and all that stuff which so, i actually have not seen i've seen screenshots of it but i haven't actually seen the trailer you didn't miss a whole lot uh the big screenshots that everyone's talking about are the ones of the map area where there's some spots closed off or shaded or just darkened on the map that are inaccessible until you meet certain requirements. Very much like uh, Monster Hunter-esque kind of things. I mean, isn't that also how, like, Grand Theft Auto has done it in the past? Things like so that, like... yeah. Where they're, where they're pseudo-open world, they still have a very wide open map. You can do and explore this stuff, but it's going to be more wild area than Breath of the Wild go and do stuff kind of thing. Yeah, because Breath of the Wild is literally open world from the minute you start playing, right? Yeah, like you as get soon through... as you get through the tutorial, you can run straight to Ganon, fight him, take it on, whatever you want to do. You can hmm. go buy your house in whatever town it is and go be a hermit for the rest of your life. Or you can go and fight the big four bosses and go fight Ganon and save the world. Uh, you could do what I did and go and collect Koroks for five hours because you want to upgrade all your stash stuff the choices are yours when it comes to breath of the wild but uh what they're saying for this arceus game is essentially 
you have to meet certain requirements to move on and progress very very pokemon style stuff right you have to have so and so or have access to this to access this area surf hms cut kind of stuff like that uh i believe what it's going to be it's going to be tied to those uh noble pokemon like cleavor and uh your ride pokemon like the braviary stamp uh the weird deer and the basculation I legitimately forgot we had a Pokemon called Weird Deer now, and I, I thought you were just calling it a Weird Deer. I'm like, Carl, it has a name. I'm yeah, like, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm in the wrong here. <laughs> um, which I don't even think we ever touched on Cleavor. Cleavor is an evolved form of Scyther that's rock and bug. Which I, I don't remember when we had it announced. It was a while back. It was about a week and a half ago probably now. Let's see. It was announced um, one week ago is what the Kotaku article says here. So, so yeah. Yeah, probably could have talked about it last week, but we didn't have an opportunity to because we were talking about our stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Cleaver was really cool. Um, we're not sure how it evolves or why it evolves or any of that because they're hiding everything about this game. Uh, but it looks really... Cleaver looks really cool, and the Noble Pokemon is what kind of messes with the whole open world dynamic it makes me think that yeah this game is probably gonna be closer to monster hunter stories rather than like breath of the wild open world kind of stuff which not say that's a bad thing um we had this discussion in the discord too it's just like if this this game pokemon doesn't do open world very well like you think it would because it's wide open areas with pokemon to find and all that stuff but it's just like if you think about it how far you'd have to like pokemon games have you travel in general mm. you'll spend 90 percent of the game walking mm-hmm. you already spend a good chunk of the game walking in the rpg form imagine the open world one where like you're just traveling from place to place and then you have to magically unlock your fast travel because that's how pokemon works <laughs> yeah they don't they don't just <laughs> they just don't give you. it to you like in the witcher where you can just fast travel at any post like to a new post and just like do that whole tr- town by town by town travel you have to probably unlock fly or get access to this braviary that can travel you across the globe and things like that it's just it's just weird thinking at Pokemon as open world, and then you sit down and actually think about how much traveling there is in Pokemon games, and how that would not be fun gameplay. Yep. Like but, you know, whatever. Traveling from town to town, you run into a couple wild Pokemon here and there, and that's fine. Go to open world travel there to there, and if the towns are fairly far apart, all you're going to be doing is just running into Zubat and whatever at night constantly see i'm looking here and this this article is talking about uh having cleavor released in pokemon go which honestly probably could be uh if i was to guess probably sometime around when this game actually comes out they'll be like hey here's all the new pokemon there in raids go have fun yeah i could see that what's what's interesting um is evidently the TCG is releasing an Arceus theme set in January uh in Japan called Star Birth. If I was a betting man, 
I bet you this coincides with the game. I would be very surprised if that's not the case. And as a result, I anticipate uh, getting our first ever Cleavor card then as well. That'd be cool. Basket Legion, Cleavor, and Weirdbeer are just going to be... Here's these cards for v- for TCG. VGC, you're not going to get it till like March or April of this year. But, uh... Oh, that'd be so cool. Just like, here's all the Pokemon Legends Arceus stuff right when we open events back up in April. Um, oh, trying to think i was gonna look something up um Ah. is tcg release schedule fusion strike is the next actual set right uh well we have uh celebrations comes out tomorrow which by the time this comes up it'll already be out yeah which um i i'm excited for that set I'm not sure, like, it's a extremely small set when you actually look at it. Um, new cards, there's only 25, but they also have, I think, 25 or 30 reprints in it as well that are just old cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the old cards are not legal. And they also have, uh, like, box sets for different, uh, like, different gimmicks they've had in the past. Um, for the Pokemon game as well. So, you know, you've had uh, Delta Species, you've had Level X, you've had Primes, you've had Gold Stars. Like, these are these are all versions of cards that you have seen in the past for some gimmick or other. And so they're releasing a new version of each of them with the caveat that they're not legal in any format. Ah. So, like, c- cool? They're collector pieces? I mean that that's kind of what I would expect from the set to begin with honestly. It's just it's a bunch of collector items. And like looking at the set, that's basically all it is anyway. If you go and look at like uh TCG player and look at like the pre-order prices for these cards, the cards that are in it are extremely low. The reprints though are some of the most sought after cards. You know, you have your base set Charizard, you have your uh Gold Star Umbreon. Like these are cards that are in their first printing, extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. But because of this reprint, are probably still overinflated, uh, to be 100% honest. Like, I think the, the Umbreon is currently, like, $200. And I don't see that sticking. The other side of this is, like, this set has, instead of the 10 or 11 card packs that normal Pokemon packs are, uh, because the set is so small, there's four card packs. So, because there's only 25 cards in the set, you open the same stuff over and over and over again. Yeah. So, like, your packs are not very varied. Um, but Are the they still time, the same price as a regular pack, though? You can't buy individual packs. Okay. They're, so only, you... they're only available in uh, the box sets or in Elite Trainer boxes. Well, you can determine the pa- price per pack that way. Um, I have no idea how much the Elite Trainer box costs. Okay. <laughs> because, so the Elite Trainer box has ten of the Celebrations packs and five standard legal packs as well. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, your sleeves. Uh, there's a Gold Star Greninja in it, which, again, is not playable in any format. 
and a couple other things like sleeves, dice, counters, all that stuff. Okay. Um, and I have no idea how much they are. But if I was a betting man, come a year and a half from now, two years, this set's probably going to be pretty expensive. Oh, oh um, yeah. <laughs> just because it is a pretty limited print run. But at the same time, there's a hundred different products for this set. So, like, I really don't know how to price anything because I I, I don't know, you know? So, um, let's see. I know we got TCG online. Uh, they announced a new trading card game platform. Yeah, it's supposed to be like where they're going towards in the future. It's just like, it's like Magic Online going to MTG Arena, but the the new client's actually good and not a buggy, broken heck of a mess. Yeah, for sure. Because I know, I don't remember much about it. Like, I, I know this was announced like a month ago, but I, I don't remember, I don't know what to look up to find it, you know? The, the the big thing is there's just like it's it's just revamped. It's all it is. It's just a revamped system. I just want to know when it comes out. They, they didn't have an announcement yet for it. Um, let's see. This is from September twentieth. The new app brings Pokemon TCG action everywhere. Um, show me a date. I don't think they have one yet, bud. Oh, it's a uh, it's being made by Direwolf Digital. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Well, now you do. I actually didn't know that they made the the current platform for it either. Mm-hmm. It's actually really interesting because I know like Direwolf has had like their hands in a handful of uh like pretty successful games. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's an actual release date for it yet, though. I don't. I don't see one. Like, they, they just, it's kind of just like how they treat things anyway. It's just like, Pokemon always tells you, hey, this is something that's coming down the pipeline. We can't tell you an exact date yet because we're still working on it. But, hey, here it is. So like, it's more just to generate hype than anything else. One of the things that I'm concerned about is, like, I have this stack of code cards here on my desk. And I don't know if I need to enter them now or if I need to hold on to them because I don't know how updating cards in the new format is going to be or anything else. Well, so, I would just hold on to them either way. It's like either way, they'll still work on the old system. They don't think they said they're getting rid of the old system. They are. They? they are? Yeah, they are. Then your code um, cards will just work on the new system. But like, how old are they going to go on them? That's the other thing. So I don't Probably know. Probably a I'm, while I'm, back. They're yeah, probably going a ways back. I'm going to hold them. But Tiff has been very antsy about opening stuff online because, you know, we haven't opened the stuff uh, a ton here in paper lately. I'm just like, no, let's not do that because I want to save these for when the new platform comes out. Yeah, save it for when all the new stuff happens, probably probably next year, I would assume. Sometime, maybe. I would have to, I would assume probably like summer next year. A lot of the groundwork's already there. It's just implementing the cards and putting them into mm-hmm. the system and that's that's always the hardest part because it's a lot of database work it's a lot of reference work and things like that so it's a lot of going back and forth and back and forth all the time well i've also heard 
um, for the new system that they're gonna have. Like, uh, I I mean I I could be talking out of my ass about this, but I thought I read somewhere that they were going to uh, be making it so yeah, like it's locked for like once you hit your four copies of a card, you don't open it anymore. Which, if that's true, that's huge. That would be amazing. That's because they're getting rid of trading. Which, if that's true, then I'm all for it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. As long as I can play on the account every once in a while, I'll be fine. Yeah, like, as long as I can load it up and be able to put all these codes in and be able to... Like, like that's what I was so Tiff is like, you know, we have the online client and, like, we just open stuff on it. And then, like, oh, hey, we can turn around and trade this for 16 more packs. Sure, let's do it. Because I don't play. But, you know, if I have access to being able to play everything because stuff is, um, you know, trading is locked, but I still am able to open what I need, then why wouldn't I? Um, I know there's talk about it supposed to being able to transfer your old account to the new client and things like that and takes everything with it. So... I know that was that was talked about a little bit. But you know when when uh I put in booster packs or whatever and I opened 17 oddishes from you know 12 packs. Obviously yeah. that's an exaggeration but um you know I no, I can't you got, you got your reverse hollow, you got your secret rare, you got your regular My hollow. secret rare common. Yes, you yeah. figured me out. Yep, all of those. That's how you that's how you get 17 and 12 packs. Um, so I'm looking here, and this is the Pokemon TCG Online Sunset Information. Um, let's see. Fans will continue to have access to the Pokemon TCG Online until the app is removed from the App Store, Google Play, and Pokemon.com. We have more details coming soon. How do I transfer my Pokemon TCG Online account to Pokemon TCG Live? The TCG Online and TCG Live both use the same Pokemon Trainer Club account service for login. Logging into Pokemon TCG Live for the first time, any Pokemon TCG Online collection data associated with the Pokemon Trainer Club account will automatically be transferred into Pokemon TCG Live. During the mobile and PC Mac testing period, players who migrate their Pokemon TCG Online data to Pokemon TCG Live will no longer be able to log into the Pokemon TCG Online. Well, there's your answer to your question then about your code cards. If you put them all in on online, you could transfer them all over to whatever. Okay, Pokemon TCG Online players will not be able to transfer the following content to Pokemon TCG Live. Uh, Pokemon TCG cards from the HeartGold SoulSilver series, avatar items, unopened product and bundles, certain coins, card sleeves, and deck boxes, in-game currency, save deck lists, which is like whatever. Uh, while unopened product and bundles are not transferable, players will receive a number of crystals in Pokemon TCG Live that is proportionate to the number of their unopened items. Crystals can be redeemed for booster packs, promo cards, and special bundles in the TCG Live in-game shop. So what you do is you scan all your code cards and you don't open anything. Because then you get No, I don't think one. that's even accurate. Because I think it's just based on how many you have in your account. Because here it says, one to nine unopened items, you receive 250 crystals. Up to 24, you get 550. Up to 50, you get 1,100. 
up to 124 you get 2350 and anything higher than that you get 6200 so that means uh i'm just gonna hold them <laughs> that's way too complicated for me to have to deal with and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hold them the, the tldr is is either you scan them in on online open them now and all your contents go with you to the new game or you scan them online don't open them and get gems when you do transfer over later on oh this is interesting the pokemon tcg online will be sunsetted prior to the launch of pokemon tcg live so that saved content in players pokemon tcg online accounts can be migrated to the tcg live hoping to ensure a more seamless transition so it's actually not going to be like seamless it's not going to be one goes up the other goes down there's actually going to be a period where there's nothing online yeah which i did not realize that's interesting yeah it's going to take them a little bit to uh, transfer all that stuff over because i am sure some people's collections are massive oh i'm sure you know if you if you look at uh my lgs owners who have been playing online since the heart gold soul silver era i mean dude they they have anything you can possibly think of because that's how like uh bob the owner he that's how he tests yeah you know he can play anything because he has access to everything yeah so i don't know uh i'm gonna hold on to my stack of cards until this new one comes out but we don't have a release date yet so it's probably just gonna keep growing (laughs) especially if we just keep buying product it'll be fine look i don't have a problem you have a problem (laughs) i said we (laughs) <laughs> i know i'm putting it all on you i don't want to no. be a pro <laughs> i barely buy product it's you who have the problem i i i actually don't uh it's mainly tiff yeah i'd say it's tiff who has an actual problem but it is what it is i'm fine yeah. with it <sighs> anything else you want to talk about before we walk out the door here so we uh finally got series 11 rules yeah. I'm assuming you've seen this. Uh, barely. I heard about it more than I saw it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pulling up the actual article now. Um, mm-hmm. I heard it was released on uh, Home. Yeah, and it was like, a, understanding, it was it like is a super literally, late. Yeah, from my understanding, it is literally Series 9. Uh, series eight? 8. 8. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. What what everyone what the rumor was is true. It is series eight. Uh, unfortunate like, that we uh, don't get any of our wishes granted here for cool formats, but it is what it is at this point. Like, if you think about it in the long run, we're going into IRL events again in beginning mm-hmm. of twenty twenty two. This ends end of January, so if they are really fast on home integration and have it set up, we can play with all the Pokemon for Pokemon Legends Arceus at IRL events in February. Which we don't know officially when, like, yeah, uh, we have, we have no IRL events are starting. We just know 2022. Yeah, we have no actual um, I've seen over the last couple days that the... Um, the... Uh, Dallas Regionals, like, official VGC account. They're, they're active again. Account. Yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff on them. So, I don't know 
like if they have a date and they're just waiting to announce it or or what the plan is so when but, do you lose your vacation days <laughs> um the end of the year okay so i'm assuming you'll get them new ones at the beginning of the year correct okay so if dallas comes up and and, and ends up happening to be like somewhere in a decent time span where we could do this are we making a trip to dallas you know it's actually funny is uh tiff wants to go to uh wants to go to texas next year anyway because I her mean, brother lives down there so like i mean two birds one stone yeah the the downside is is the way my vacation is set up you never uh, get it's, it it's all it's weird because your weeks yeah. are weird i'm sunday through saturday mm-hmm. so it doesn't quite line up to where i can have my vacation i don't i don't know how that actually works if i can you use... would lose a day on each paycheck essentially yeah but like i don't know if i can use a personal day before my vacation i don't know I don't, I don't know how your union works, so I I I, I honestly don't either. <laughs> I feel like that's something I probably should know, but I don't. But yeah, you know, whatever. So uh, um, we'll, we'll we'll come back to Dallas in a little bit and probably talk about that in a future episode because we are itching. Yeah. We're itching to go back and play in IRL events again. That I was see, that's all. I want to meet people in real life, man. Yeah, I mean that that's all the fun parts. Like that's all the great stuff. Especially, uh, like, if we can get down to Dallas and actually get to meet all the ATX people. Oh, and, yeah, that'd be great. IRL, too. That'd be really awesome. I'd be really excited to go and meet them. And, you know, just literally anybody. Yeah. You know, we, we've been online for, you know, a, a year, year and a half at this point. And uh, we are approaching two years, actually. Yeah, very, very quickly here in, what, March? March, yep. So, you know, it's just like... It's crazy to know that I've been talking to these people for dang near two years now, and I've seen, I've never seen them in real life. So, yeah. <laughs> like, granted, you and I have the 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 privilege of you know literally knowing each other and living close enough that we can actually make an effort to see each other once a week. But yeah. And I mean, they all know each other too, and kind of have that friend circle and can see each other like every once in a while, but. Um, it'd be nice to actually go down and meet all of them in person. For sure. Actually introduced and all that stuff. Uh, so, but enough with reminiscing. We need to talk actually what like actually about like thoughts on series eight being the next format. Does it, it just good? seem extremely lazy? I mean, I thought it was extremely lazy way back when when we were doing series uh, seven, nine, whatever nonsense. I thought it like, was lazy back then. Uh, this is at least like somewhat interesting still because it's like got the Dynamax factors and whatnot. So it's kind of cool, kind of not because Colossal and Venusaur are gross. Um, I think the games are going to be faster, which is backwards from what you think about in series 10 because series 10, the games are either over in four turns or are long drawn out battles. I will, I want to say this now. Series 6 was the last unique format. Everything since then has just been what people have kind of expected to have happen. 
Obviously, going from five to six was a huge difference. And going in from six to seven, people anticipated the, the Pokemon coming in from the Crown Tundra to then be playable because obviously. Yeah, obviously. So it made obvious. sense from seven to eight that we were going to then have a restricted format so people could play with all these restrictions that they've had for, what, three months or whatever to acquire and do whatever they want with mm-hmm. to then actually get to play with. But then going from eight to nine felt it felt lazy then yep and nine to ten i actually think was a good change of pace but it still felt very weird seeing how they're taking away the whole gimmick of their game overnight basically yeah so it's really weird to me that they're just like, oh, hey, by the way, um, it, you can have your gimmick back now. I think it was all just kind of just like, here, we're going to experiment a little bit. And Series 10 was their experiment. They wanted to get an idea of how balanced are these Sword and Shield Pokemon in a non-Dynamax format, getting ready for Generation 9 and things like that. We essentially were their test subjects. We were their dummies. We're running well, around with the Zacian, with the Rillaboom, and all that stuff that's tuned to Dynamax formats, but Gen 9's not going to have Dynamax, most likely. As of now, we don't know, but I but, hope not. Like, most, I would be very surprised if they carry on the same gimmick for another game, but not bring any other gimmick back, you know? Um... So it'll either be likely be a new gimmick or no gimmick, and these... Gen 8 Pokemon are still going to have to be in the format. They're still going to be around and they're still going to be used. Um, heck, Zacian and Zamazenta are coming to Pokemon Go. Uh, that means everyone's going to have access to them on Go to home. And then from home, you can just transfer them into whatever game you want because that's usually how Pokemon works. Uh, yep. Unless they do another Dexit and just not allow these Gen 8 Pokemon into the game, which would seem completely and utterly weird. So the big thing I have now is like where where do we go from here? You know, uh, like is from this... here we get ready for IRL events again. We start getting into a more solidified format and getting ready for Gen Nine in like a year and a half. But you know the the weird thing is is like depending on how soon IRL events start firing back up at the first of the year, there's a non-zero chance that this is the first format we see again. Um. Which wouldn't be terrible, honestly. This, like we mentioned in uh, last week, is this is the format that has all the hype for like commentating and big battles I, and shows and whatnot. And this would, this would be a great format to get back into IRL events on and start showing off stuff again. But uh, as for just like ladder play, this this format sucks. <laughs> Plain and simple, this format's terrible. Because the games are so fast and usually so one-sided because there's usually a Colossal or a Regigigas. That's a name we haven't heard in a very, very, very long time. That thing takes over games like crazy. Uh, Venusaur is another big offender of just like, I'm a Dynamax Pokemon that takes over the game. I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to set up my Vine Lash and tick, tick, tick away at you. And you can't, even if you stalled out the Dynamax, you lose two Pokemon essentially. So it's just, this is a terrible ladder format, but it's a great IRL event format. Does that make sense? 
I've said it once and I'll say it again. I wish we had a best of three ladder. <laughs> they will never give us a best of three I know. Ladder. And man, do I wish we had it. A best of three ladder would just have all sorts of issues. People disconnected best of ones, man. I, I know. I know, and man. I've, I've had it happen this like, week. Even if you like, if you implement best of three, people are just going to leave after you lose the first game. Yep. Like I'm down a game. I and I don't. My team can't do well. Bye. Kicks everybody well, even, off the ladder. Even on showdown, I wish there was a best of three ladder. But showdown is its own beast. It's designed for something different, and you could play best of three formats in it. You just set up the same game twice, and then if you have to do a third one, you set up another one. It's just whatever. But um, like. Best of three ladder isn't a thing. <laughs> yeah. Best of saying, say, putting laddering and best of three in the same sentence never happens. Those usually aren't a thing that go hand in hand. Um, the whole idea of a ladder system is to see how well you do in a single game environment. And whereas a best of three is better for Swiss rounds and double elimination and round robin and things like that. Yep. And that's just the world we live in. Yep. Overall, I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get something new. Uh, I'm kind of happy that it is just Series 8, though, and not, like, Series 7 Part 3. <laughs> we could have we could have come out much worse than we actually are. I, I really wish we had Series 6. Like, I really do wish we went to uh, a ban list format again. Well, I, what do I, you ban? First off, Get rid of the restrictions. Go back to your series seven slash nine, however you want to think about it, and then just ban the top X mons from th those formats. Because if you look at it, you know we have data on those formats still. We well, we have data on those formats still, but I can tell you for a fact the top ten from series seven don't match the top ten from series nine. That's true. Like, it, these formats, like Series 7, Series 9, they evolve over time because there's a bunch of different Pokemon in the format that can play this Rock, Paper, Scissors game. Whereas when we went from Series 5 to Series 6, our format was super limited. We had just the 400-whatever on the game and then the little bit that Isle of Armor gave us. And mm -hmm. that was it. And when they went into do the, do the ban, pick and ban like format system, it was... Let's take out the top 10 from singles and doubles, and that'll be fine. And there wasn't a whole lot of overlap between them. So it got rid of 18 Pokemon, 19 if you count the extra in DD form. And it was significant. Like, it was it was kind of cool. Whereas now in these 7 and 9, a lot of the singles Pokemon overlap with the double stuff. So you probably only are getting... Maybe twelve Pokemon total, top. Sure, that's and that's more than what we have now. Well, that's that's not a useful ban list. That's, that's like true. that's like two percent of the entire format <laughs> now, that's and that's that's just not a useful ban list. You'd have to take out like the top fifteen of each format, like both singles and doubles, that have a decent ban list to play with for a new series like that. I wonder. Does Smogon have data for singles? Probably. Hiding uh, somewhere, maybe. I don't where know. Where might one find that? Somewhere on the internet, and I don't know if we have time to dig for that. I'm already over it. Okay. It would be... 
it would be interesting to see how unique the the top percentage of like the top usage per per format is but um i don't actually no picolytics has it i don't know picolytics should have singles yeah i don't know i don't know if they singles. do uh i'll be honest with you not very many people play singles at all it's, uh, it's kind of just what singles with the whole issues with the timer thing singles is just a nightmare huh zapdos is the most played mon in singles which one uh kanto neat then not Zacian, surprised lander is ditto rillaboom dark urshifu I'm not surprised by any of these yet. P2, Feeny, Dracovish, Tyranitar. Tyranitar's kind of cool. Eternatus at 11 is really interesting. I'm not surprised by that one, actually. <laughs> when you uh, only have to worry about one Pokemon attacking you. Like, that, that's it, very true. It, the game is just easy mode for these restricted Pokemon. It's just easy mode. Ferrothorn, uh, Cali Shadow, Volcarona, De- uh, Darmanitan? <laughs> Like, Galarian or Fire? Uh-huh, Galarian. Uh, I'm not surprised for that either. Garchomp, Quagsire, Hippowdon, Cinderace. And there's your top 20. Cool. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a handful of unique mons there. Especially when you compare it to singles. If you get, like, top 30, there's some real weird stuff. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Chansey is number 29. <laughs> not surprised by that either. Um, Mimikyu, Aegislash. Yeah, there's some cool stuff here. Well, neat. But, alright. Oh. Anything else? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, not really. <sighs> I'm tired. I don't want to hear it, man. I'm exhausted. I haven't even done anything. Oh. Does that mean we're done? Are we ready to go get out of here? I think so, man. I got a little bit of stuff I need to work on. I got some stuff I got to go record. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll be but fine. I think that's everything. So Okay, get us out of here. As always, make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. If you're not, you're missing out on all the uh, fantastic content we have over there. So make sure you go check it out. And uh, We have to mention that if you're watching on Spotify, go check out YouTube. All of our other content's on there. I signed Which, us up for I signed us up for that video program for Spotify. Oh, okay. When does that start? I don't know. They said cool. it's supposed to be mid October, so Which we're in mid October. <laughs> I signed us up because they sent me an email today, and I'm just like, I'll just fill the form out if we get accepted. Cool. We already do the video format anyway, so uh huh. So it works out. So uh, yeah, that's cool. I have no idea when that officially starts, but... uh, We'll find out. We'll figure it out when it happens. Yep. Uh, Let's see. So, YouTube stuff. Yep. Um, Twitter. You can find us at LR Lessons. Uh, Myself, at MrMissouri25. Carl is at MusicalVGC. Uh, Carl and I are both on Twitch as well. You can find us there at MrMissouri25 and at Musical. Uh, drop us a follow there if you really like what you want. Uh, if you really like what you hear, you can always uh, drop us a sub over there as well. Um, that is one of the best ways to support the show right now. We have support on Anchor as well. So if you're listening on any of the audio versions, that's all through Anchor. Go check us out there. That link's down in the show notes. Yep. Uh, 
Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Check out our community Discord. That's where you're able to plan all of our events. That's where you can hang out with Carl and myself and everyone else in our wonderful community. And yeah. Uh, I think football is currently the big thing on the Discord. Oh yeah, speaking of which, we have a game tonight here in a couple hours. Oh yeah, there's I'll be asleep. <laughs> yeah, you'll be you'll be asleep. Uh I don't remember who's playing. Uh I think it's pretty boring if I remember correctly. Well, cool. Then I won't care. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably still have it on and fall asleep watching it, but yeah. Uh um, I know there's a London game this this weekend. It starts at like 9:30. Correct. Yeah, yeah there is like I'll have football on while I'm opening on Sunday. It'll be great. It's Let's Jets see. and Falcons. It's nothing interesting at all. <laughs> uh, tonight is Rams Seahawks. I lied. Oh, Tonight's game is actually really interesting. That's actually a really good game. Okay, well, I might I might go watch that one. I am projected once again to lose in fantasy. I have been projected to lose like three weeks in a row, and I am currently three and one. Get him. To be fair, the guy I beat last week was the reigning Super Bowl champion, and the guy I'm playing this week is 0-4 and was second place last season. So <laughs> Beat him up. Just keep beating him up. It's fine. That, that's the plan. Um, Twitter, Twitch, Discord, YouTube, website. Yes, you can find us at lrlessons.com. Um, that's where we have all kinds of stuff up. If you're interested in writing for us, by all means, please reach out to Carl or myself. We are always looking for, uh, aspiring writers and anything else that, uh, you know, you might be interested in putting up on the website as well. So, yep. I think that's officially everything. I think that's it. Okay. That is going to be it, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. And, uh, we will be back tomorrow with some laddering and Wednesday with a deep dive and, you know, all, all that good stuff. stuff. So, well, we'll, we will see you then and have a good one, everyone. Peace.